from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get to the show, I want to thank everybody for subscribing to the podcast and downloading, rating, reviewing, all that good shit. Thank you so much for following along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Without your support, there is no us. So thank you for all the support, all the love, all the help. That means the world to us. This month was our most downloaded month. We technically have more downloads than any other month that we ever had while doing this podcast. I've had over a thousand downloads in one day during this month. I am so incredibly grateful for all the help and all the love. Thank you so much, everybody, for supporting the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. We have such an amazing show for you guys today. Very, very stacked, as always. We have lots of news and notes. We have SmackDown from last Friday, and we have today's edition of the Fight for Monday Night, where we'll be talking about WWE Nitro and WWF Raw got preempted, but we will be talking about WWF in your house. It is a cage match between Brett the Hitman Hart and Diesel. As long as that match stays in the cage, we're going to have a winner, and the winner of that match goes to WrestleMania to go against either Shawn Michaels or Owen Hart, which is also found on this show so a load of shit to talk about let's get into this super stacked show ladies and gentlemen we have lots of news lots of notes today is monday may 24th 2021 today is the 22 the 22nd i should say anniversary of the passing of the legendary owen hart who we will be talking about later because he has a matchup during the fight for Monday night. Rest in peace to the great Owen Hart. I I mean, I can't believe 22 years went by. It feels like just yesterday when we had that tragic accident. But seriously, one of the greats, Owen Hart, definitely, you know, definitely was all-time legend, you know. Anyone, if you know, you know, shouts to Owen Hart, basically. Also in the news, we got John Cena maybe returning to the WWE. WWE wants to return with fans, and they want to return with a big splash. And we may be getting the return of the Doctor of Thugonomics, the franchise of the WWE, John Cena. A a return here would be huge because of the fact that WWE is really lacking star power at the moment. And adding John Cena to the mix, one more big run for Cena could be... That could do wonders for WWE, and it also could do wonders for WWE with fans in the venue. 
which we're also going to be talking about here today because WWE announced that they are going on a 25-city tour starting in July. I know they want to be AEW to the punch, but AEW announced it before that. We will be getting fans back regardless of who was first, who was second, who gives a fuck. We're getting fans back, and that's all that matters. I am so happy for that. The pandemic era of WWE is almost officially over. Shouts to all the people who worked hard to give us wrestling during the pandemic and never stopped. You guys really were providing entertainment in a time where it was very needed. But boy, am I glad that we're not going to be in the Thunderdome anymore or in Daly's Place for that matter. I am glad that we're going to be touring again and I'm glad that we are going to be having fans in the venue because without fans, wrestling is very hard to watch. Even the virtual fans. I'm sorry. I like the the route that both AEW and WWE took, but shit, did I miss the fans. So, great to see them back. I'm excited for July. July's going to be a huge month. Can't wait for everyone to come back. It was announced a couple weeks ago that there was a big coronavirus, COVID-19 outbreak, though, in Japan, and New Japan Pro Wrestling was struck hard. It was just revealed, however, that one of those wrestlers who had COVID-19 during this time period was their franchise, Kazuchika Okada, who, by the way, had a big matchup on the way against Will Ospreay for the IWGP champion. Now we have Kazuchika Okada battling COVID or the side effects of COVID, and you have Will Ospreay who just broke his neck. (sighs) Things... You know, card subject to change, guys, because things are not going according to plan in New Japan. You know, there is probably a lot of unrest. I'm hearing that there's unrest with a lot of the foreign talent with this COVID outbreak in Japan. I hope everyone heals up. I hope everyone recovers quickly, and I hope everyone is safe. It's it's really crazy that still to this day we're having these outbreaks. But hopefully everybody gets, you know, well very soon. Keith Lee has been posting some cryptic messages on Instagram. I don't know if he is going to, you know, if he's alluding that he's not going to be very long for this world in the WWE. But, you know, Keith Lee has been putting up a lot of cryptic messages and we shall see. Keith Lee had all the momentum in the world when leaving NXT. And then when he left NXT, we thought that he was going to come up to Raw and be a big deal. And he had all the momentum in the world there, too. He came up, but then they started staggering him, right? They, they changed his uh, attire. They changed his music. He got some victories. He beat Randy Orton. But after that, we slowly started to not see Keith Lee on the show. So now we don't see him at all. And then there was that report that he's back in the Performance Center and was told to lose weight and learn how to wrestle. Is Keith Lee long for this world in the WWE? I do not know. But I will tell you this. If WWE released Keith Lee, they would be absolutely stupid because this guy oozes charisma. The guy is talented as hell, and he could make a million dollars elsewhere. I don't think WWE should get rid of Keith Lee. The guy literally is a budding star waiting for his shot because... I think Keith Lee is going to be a big, big star in professional wrestling. He's already a star in professional wrestling. 
But this is another, you know, there was there's a lot of guys who I thought was going to be a star. I thought Andrade was going to be a huge star in the WWE. Yo, there is so many wrestlers who come up from NXT and don't amount to much on the main roster because there's a different vision on the main roster. We talked about this last week where NXT is ran so, you know, immaculately. And then you got... WWE ran like a like dog and pony show. It's like, and then the vision for both WWE and NXT are so different. So when these guys come up to the main roster, it is very hit and miss if these guys make it. You could have all the talent in the world. You could be the biggest star in the world on NXT. You could be taking NXT by storm. Once you come up to the main roster, if you do not connect with Vince McMahon, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if you connect with the crowd. It does not matter if you connect it with the people watching at home. It doesn't matter if you sell merch. If you do not connect with the old man in the booth, you are not going to make it in the WWE. And I don't think Keith Lee has what it takes to impress a 78-year-old Vince McMahon. So we'll see what happens there. During the weekend, Enzo Amore had a matchup in SWE, and he was knocked out cold with a DDT during his matchup. Enzo Amore, this is what, the second time he's been knocked out during a match. I I really like Enzo a lot. Personally, I think that he's a great character. I really want to see him do more in professional wrestling. But he's getting hurt out there. Like, I, I don't want to see this guy get hurt. So I don't know if he needs to do some more training. I don't know what it's needed for Enzo. But I think that it's a little strange that someone with the charisma of Enzo Amore is not on a TV show at this moment because... I think he would do big things in Impact. I think he could do big things in AEW, MLW, Ring of Honor, anywhere. But, you know, hopefully he gets better soon. Scary moment during the weekend for Enzo Amore. It was announced last week that Velveteen Dream was released by the WWE. It seems that Velveteen Dream was released by the WWE due to behavioral issues. There was said that he had a lot of friends and, uh, what's called, a lot of supporters in high places so he would use that and it would build his ego and would act unaccordingly when he would be around other wrestlers in the locker room. There was also an incident in Evolve where he was told that he had to act better. There's a lot of accusations about Velveteen Dream that I'm not going to get into now because nothing was or has been confirmed yet. I don't know. But if these accusations are true, then Velveteen Dream needs to go away. If these accusations are not true, then he will get back on his feet soon because Velveteen Dream is a hell of a wrestler. He's a hell of a character. He just needs a little bit more polishing, and it seems like he needs to mature a bit. But that's the whole story on Velveteen Dream. It was also announced last week that Davey Richards is returning to professional wrestling. The... Former Ring of Honor champion, returning to professional wrestling, signing with MLW, which I think fits perfectly with him because MLW has a real MMA hybrid style of professional wrestling that's right up Davey Richards' alley. So I hope that this time Davey Richards stays in professional wrestling. I know he's had a lot of, you know, back and forth between retirement and not retiring and coming back and returning and fallouts with promotions, fallouts with promoters. I hope that Davey Richards on this run could really walk that straight line and be 
Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Who I know Davey Richards could be because Davey Richards is one hell of a wrestler. At one point was considered one of the best in the world. I still remember his matches in Ring of Honor with Eddie Edwards and Roderick Strong and Michael Elgin. These matches were phenomenal. So if that Davey Richards returns, that's going to be great things for MLW. I'm really excited to see what MLW comes up with with this new season premiere in July. Having fans there in Philly, having Dario Cueto there, the Azteca Underground having the signee of Davey Richards, and more to come. Really cool stuff happening in MLW. So that was the news and notes for the day. We had a lot to talk about there. So let's talk about what happened on SmackDown last week. The most notable thing happened in the main event. We had a four-way for the Intercontinental Champion. It was Big E versus... Apollo Crews versus Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. And this was a really good matchup. But at the end of the matchup, we had the return of Aleister Black, who was sporting the old Kane contact in his eye. But Aleister Black comes back. He's a heel. He's in great, great shape. He hits the Black Mass on Big E. This is going to probably lead to a few down the line. But I really hope that Aleister Black has a real direction going forward because he's another guy who had all the momentum in the world in NXT but then comes to the main roster and is shitting the bed but not his fault, let's say. It's more of the WWE not knowing what to do with someone so charismatic and to have someone who has the charisma, the mystique of Aleister Black and not know what to do with him. Like, it's a shame. SmackDown was a good episode of SmackDown, as always. We had a pretty good episode. Also, last week we had a really good episode of The Dark Side of the Ring, where we talked about Collision in Korea. Absolute crazy stories there about what went down in Korea, North Korea, in 1995. We had Muhammad Ali on the tour. We had Ric Flair versus Anoki. We had a lot of communist practices by the North Korean government. We had 
uh, what else? A freaking nonstop fighting from Two Cold Scorpio and Road Warrior Hawk, where Two Cold Scorpio planned to kill Road Warrior Hawk during his trip in uh, North Korea. A lot of anti-America propaganda in North Korea went down. Crazy, crazy episode. Shouts to the boys at Dark Side of the Ring and Vice TV because every episode, I feel one-ups the last one. And honestly, whether you're a wrestling fan or not, Dark Side of the Ring is the show to watch because you could just get so attached to these in-depth stories and these emotional, heartfelt stories that you forget it's about a wrestling show. You know what I mean? This is amazing i love dark side of the ring and i hope everyone supports them so make sure you turn tune in to dark side of the ring every thursday at 9 p.m eastern on vice tv ladies and gentlemen it is now time for the fight for monday night Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Fight for Monday Night. It is May 24, 2021. We have a stacked, stacked episode of the Fight for Monday Night here, talking all about WCW Nitro from February 12, 1996. WWF Raw was pre-empt because of the dog show that night on the USA Network. But have no fear, we'll be talking about the WWF because we have WWF in your house. February 18, 1996, we have Shawn Michaels vs. Owen Hart. Bret Hart versus Diesel in the cage match, and lots of other things to talk about. So let's get into this super stacked show of the Fight for Monday Night. February 12th, 1996, WCW Monday Nitro. We had a recap of Super Brawl and all the fallout from Super Brawl 1996. We had a double cage match. The show starts off with Hugh Morris versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage picks up a quick victory on Hugh Morris here. It is announced that Flair versus Savage, the rematch for the WCW World Heavyweight Champion, will go down next week on Nitro Live on TNT. We got a video footage of Miss Elizabeth turning her back on Macho Man Randy Savage, helping Ric Flair to win as as, uh, the great good old JR would say that Jezebel, God rest her soul, she turned her back on on Macho Man Randy Savage. We'll have more about that later. Scotty Riggs versus the monster Loch Ness, who debuted at Super Brawl to attack Hulk Hogan. This is very sloppy. Loch Ness is just lumbering in the ring. He defeats Scotty Riggs with three big elbow drops. Pretty much a nothing matchup, though. Next, Ric Flair is out. He's here to cut a promo. He has woman with him. He has Miss Elizabeth with him. Ric Flair says that he's once again the champion. He has two girls on his arm, and he's taking them to Space Mountain. Woo! Then they give Elizabeth the mic, and this was a big mistake, because Elizabeth, I don't know if she ever cut a promo before, but Elizabeth was absolutely horrendous on the mic and lost her spot and lost her lines a couple of times. Ric Flair had to make the save. Uh, you even saw some audible actions from Mean Gene Oakland, who was like, okay, uh, you know, all that other shit. But Ric Flair saves it. Miss Elizabeth basically basically was saying that she took half of everything Macho Man had when she left him. 
seven years ago, and now she took it all by taking away the thing he loved most, more than her even, the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. So, Miss Elizabeth really showing some dark, dark colors here. She's not the the wonderful woman that everyone knew and loved. She's actually turned her back, and she's joined the Four Horsemen here. Next, we got a U.S. title match between Dangerous Devin Storm and Conan. This was very innovative, a little sloppy at times, but really innovative with the high-flying action and the use of the furniture around ringside to enhance the aerial assaults of both Conan and Devin Storm. Conan picks up the victory in this matchup. He retains the WCWS Heavyweight Champion. Next, main event time, we got Hulk Hogan versus Arn Anderson. This match ends in a schmazz when... Miss Elizabeth comes out and helps Arn Anderson defeat Hulk Hogan by handing Hulk Hogan, well, handing Arn Anderson her high heel to stab Hulk Hogan with. This is insane. Miss Elizabeth was this, you know, all-American sweetheart, and now she's attacking both Hogan and she's attacking Savage. I thought she was a part of the Mega Powers. Crazy. Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage then cut a lame-ass promo talking about no more Mr. Nice Guy. We we're going to we're going to beat up that stinky old Ric Flair. Like, come on, this is the '90s. We're calling Ric Flair a stinky old man. Like, Hulk Hogan, is that your best? And then Macho Man's like, "Ooh yeah, Helter Skelter, yeah, no more, Mister Nice Guy." Uh, you had your freaking wife stab you in the eye, and all you could say is, "No more, Mister Nice Guy." Like, this was lame as hell. WCW ended with a blah. I hated it. I didn't like this episode. I gave it a 2 out of 5. It was eh, disgusting. Horrible. But, unfortunately, no matter what, WCW still wins this week in the Fight for Monday Night because there was no episode of Raw this week because of the dog show. So, by default, this crappy episode of WCW won. Now, you would think because WCW was, you know on alone and didn't have to go up against Monday Night Raw that they would be, they would put on a hell of a show so next week when Raw is on people would stay with WCW but no instead they gave us that next we're going to be talking about that Sunday on the week it is Sunday February 18th 1996 and it is WWF in your house the show starts out with an intro by Sonny trying to be very seductive trying to be very Risque, very, very raw. Then we have a good video package that leads into tonight's show. Opening matchup, 1-2-3 Kid versus Razor Ramon. This was a really good matchup, but with the stupidest freaking gimmick storyline stipulation where the loser had to put on a baby's diaper and have to drink out of a baby bottle and get powdered. That is re... Well, I'm not going to say that word. That was stupid, right? We had freaking one, two, three kid lose the matchup to Razor Ramon, and Razor Ramon put him in a diaper. Duke the Dumpster versus Triple H. Blah. Triple H won. Yokozuna versus Bulldog was a great match. I really enjoyed Yokozuna versus the British Bulldog. But as the match got going, it ended so quickly with a DQ because of the interference of Jim Cornette, which led to a Camp Cornette beatdown, including the return of Vader on Yokozuna as they. Handcuffed him to the ropes and beat him down. So the one match I was really getting behind ended in the DQ with an okay segment afterwards. But uh, 
We had a really good matchup between Shawn Michaels and Owen Hart. That was a technical classic. Really good matchup. This was the match where you got that famous scene of Shawn Michaels dancing on top of the In Your House set. Shawn Michaels picks up the victory here. It is official. He is going to WrestleMania to face the winner of tonight's main event. It was a really good matchup. Shawn Michaels beat Owen Hart. Got revenge for Owen Hart giving him a concussion. Then, main event time, we had Bret Hart versus Diesel in a steel cage match. Bret Hart picks up the victory after a great match when Undertaker pops out from the bottom of the ring and pulls Diesel into the depths of hell. Now, technically, if Diesel got pulled down into the ring, he's technically touching the floor under the ring, so Diesel should have won the matchup. But Undertaker brought Diesel to hell. We will be getting Undertaker versus Diesel at WrestleMania and still the champion, Bret the Hitman Hart. So at WrestleMania, it is official. We are getting Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. In Your House was okay, carried by two good matches. But these In Your House shows don't get enough, you know. These In Your House shows don't get... They just feel like longer Raws, to be honest. This was an okay show. I give it a 2.5 out of 5. This was a real nothing episode of the Fight for Monday Night, guys. I'm sorry, but these two shows were eh to me. So hopefully next week it gets even better and we have another really good Raw versus really good Nitro. I hope everyone has a great day. And tomorrow we'll be back here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast when we talk about Episode 4 of the Asylum Years of TNA, tonight's Monday Night Raw, and all the news and notes of the wrestling industry. Take care, everybody. Stay strong, stay safe, stay positive. One love. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 